So now that we have a good understanding of the Mishnah, let's start the Gemara. So I asked the Gemara, Ha'isha Niknis. The Mishnah starts off saying, O lady, a wife is acquired. So I asked the Gemara, Maishna Hocha Detania Isha Niknis. How come over here in our Mishnah, the language that the Mishnah uses to express this new relationship is that a wife, a woman is acquired? Whereas when it comes to the second parak, the second parak, when it's expressing this relationship, it says, first of all, instead of saying, talking about the wife, it talks about the husband. And secondly, instead of referring to the Kenyan, it's talking about the relationship, the Kedushin, so how come over here, what's, what, is, what explains those differences? So it comes along with the Gemara, and the Gemara answers as follows. Really, the reason the Gemara utilized, the Mishnah, I'm sorry, utilized the language of Nikness, of Kinyan, is because the Mishnah wanted to teach Kesef. Yes, the Gemara of a Kesef Menolam. How do we know that Kesef works? It's a valid form of Kinyan. And it says the Gemara, Gemara Kicha Kicha Mistayafrin. It's a Gzera Shava. It says in regards to Stayafrin, Ksiv Hacha, I'm sorry, it says Ksiv Hacha. That when a man acquires for himself a wife, in regards to stay many, that I gave the money for the field, please take it from me. We know that Avram Avinu, after Sari Minu passed away, he he had to buy a burial plot for her. Therefore, he bought a plot from a person named Ephraim, a field. Inside of it was the cave of Maras Machpela. And there he paid for the field, I gave the money for the field, take it from me. So we see that the same kicha that was expressed for the field, which teaches us the field could be acquired with money, so too we have a Shava teaching us that a wife could be acquired with money. The kicha, and then kicha, that acquisition, a Greek Indian is called, referred to as a Kenyan as well, because the Torah also refers to it as the field that Avram acquired. And since Avraham acquired it through Kesef, the language of Kinyan, of Niknis, is indicative of the ability to acquire it with Kesef. So since the Mishnah wanted to teach Kesef, therefore the Gemara, the Mishnah utilized the language of Kinyan as opposed to that of Kedushan. Inami, a second source that you could use the language of acquisition of a field as a Kinyan, the Pasuk says in Yemiyahu, Sodus Bekesef Yiknu, you should acquire fields with money. And there it also refers to the acquisition of a field with money as well. So those would be two different sources that the acquisition of a field can be referred to as a Kenyan. And that's why Mishnah utilized that language. To tell you that the Kenyan of Kesef is, is, is called, is referred to as the language of Kenyan. Now, continues the Gemara, Tani Ha'isha Niknes, our Mishnah says a lady is acquired. If that's true, that the point is it wants to teach us Kesef, so Nisni Hasami Ishkona. So teach over there in regards to the, the second parak, that Ishkona, that also over there should use the language of Kenyan, that a man acquires for himself a wife as opposed to a man, a Ishmekadish. So answers the Gemara, Mikara Tani Lishni Daraisa. Originally it taught the language of the Torah. The language of the Torah is a language of acquisition, ki'ikach ish isha. The kicha is referring to an acquisition of mamun, which the, is referred to as a kinyan. And that's why our Gemara, our Mishnah, started off with it. Mikara, originally, tani the shnidaraisa. But in the end, meaning in the second parak, tani the shnidarabonon. It taught a, a rabbinic language. 
The rabbinic language was out of Kedushin. So ask the Gemara, what's the meaning of this rabbinic language of Kedushin? The, it's called Kiddushin because when he's a Mekadashir, it creates a prohibition on the rest of the world the same way Hektish is pro- prohibited. When a person sanctifies an animal to the base of Mikdash, so no one in the world can derive benefit from it, benefit from it. it's set aside for holy purposes, it's set aside for Kabbalah, the base of Mikdash, the Gizbar. So, so too, a person's Mekadashir's wife, no one else is derived, able to derive the benefit of a wife from her. It's unique to the person who is Mekadashah. Yes, the Gemara then, Vinisni Hacha Ish Kaine. So once that's true, that we want to teach a language of Daraisa and then switch to a language of Rabbanan, at least create some parallelism by talking about the man. Ha'ish Kaine. Don't say Ha'isha Niknes. So he answers the Gemara, Mishum Dekabay the Mishnah Seifa. We want to teach the Seifa of the Mishnah. What's the Seifa of the Mishnah? The Kaines Atzma Bidida. That she acquires herself. And therefore, since we want to teach she acquires herself, that's talking about her, the wife, as the subject. So, so we also refer in the Reisha as her being the subject that she, the wife, has acquired. So he asked the Gemara, if that's the issue, that we want to create parallelism between the Reisha and the Seifa, so say that, talk about the man. And we'll just say that the man acquires a wife, and he gives back, he bestows upon her the right to being by herself, to having her ability to give her exclusive rights of intimacy to someone else. So he answers the Gemara, no, you couldn't do that. Why not? Because there's Mises Sabal. When it comes to Mises Sabal, there, the husband's not doing it. Really what happens is from Shemayim, She's reacquiring her rights. Why? Because he dies. He didn't choose to die. So you can't say it doesn't, it's not appropriate, it's not fitting, it's not precise to say a language of the husband's makna that he bestows upon her. He's not bestowing. It's bestowed automatically. So that's the first answer. What's the reason we can't say ha'ish kaina? Because we want to create parallelism between the reisha and the seifa, ha'ish kaina. The ha'ish makna, we can't say. So we have to say she's kaina satman. Once we're talking about her, we have to say that she's acquired passively. That's the first answer. The second answer, how come we don't say Aish Kaina? We say Aisha Niknas. If we said Aish Kaina, have a mina filabal korcha. We would think that the man could acquire himself a wife, even against the will of the woman. Therefore, in order so we don't think so, Tane Ish Niknas. We taught that the woman's acquired, that she is the subject of the matter, meaning to say that she has an active role to play in a decisive role to play in the marriage. Therefore, Demidaita in, if you have her acquiescence, she agrees, it's done to her knowledge, then in it works, you can be Makadasha, Shalamidaita. But if you try to Makadasha against her will, so then, no, there's not Kedushin. So that's a separate reason why we can't say Aishkaina, because if we said Aishkaina, we would think it'd be even against her will. Therefore, it says Aishaniknas. So that's the basic read of the Gemara, and now let's try to break into it step by step. So let's go back. The Gemara says, why is it that we use the language of Isha Niknas? Right, so the, what's the answer? The answer is, Mishum The Mishnah was interested in teaching us Kesef. Now, that's the most interesting thing in the world. Why Why would that be, right? What's so interesting about Kesef that the, that the Gemara wants to go out of its way to teach us? 
The Gemara doesn't explain that. The Gemara just goes and explains it. So how do we know Kesef, Kicha, Kicha, and therefore it's called a Kinyan. But why do we want to teach Kesef? Yeah, I think it's a fair question. If the whole reason of the Mishnah is to teach me Kesef, why do we want to teach Kesef? So Rashi tries to address this. Rashi writes over here, Dvarm Stumim. Dvarm Stumim means that they're uh, hidden, mysterious things, cryptic. So Rashi says as follows, that we wanted to teach Kesef within these Kenyanim that work in the Mishnah. And we say later on, how do we know that a wife could be acquired through Kesef? And we explain that we derive and that it's called a Kenyan. Therefore, we also taught over the Kenyan. How do we know? We don't mean to ask it over here. Does it really mean Kesef Menolan? We're not sourcing it. We're going to source Kesef later on. Really, we're just coming to explain one thing. What are we coming to explain? We're coming to explain Kesef. We're coming to teach Kesef, I'm sorry. How do we know that? That meaning that we're able to teach it? And therefore, it's Kenyan So, according to Rashi, there was not right when we read the Gemara. The basic read of the Gemara is that the Kesef Menalan we don't teach Kesef. The Kesef Menalan is seemingly asking for a source. The Gemara says, "What's the source?" Kicha Kicha. Aye, how do we know Kicha Kicha? Exer Shava Ephron. How do we know that Kicha is called a Kenyan? And we bring two Psukim. That would be the right, but it's a, we ask for a real source. According to Rashi, the Gemara is not searching for a source for anything. The Gemara is just teaching me that I want to teach you Kesef. The Mishnah wants to teach you a Kenyan of Kesef. And therefore, you could utilize the language of Kenyan. And, that's, and it's all one continuous statement. Now, why in the world did Rashi do that? Why in the world did Rashi do that? So, I want to digress momentarily. I want to answer this original question. We asked a question here, why is the Gemara interested in teaching me Kesef? But then I want to go back to this Rashi. And I think we can have uh, something much beautiful here. So it comes along the Rambam, and the Rambam says as follows. The Rambam says, I brought to you in Hilchas Ishes, Perakalaf Halacha that there's three different means of Kenyan, Kesef, Shtar, Bia, Biu, Shtar, Minatora, that Bia and Shtar both midaraisa. it says, right, that he has relations with her, that's in the Torah, it's explicit. Shtar is a Hekesh, Shviyotzav, Ahaisa, right, that she well left his house and went to someone else, that we connect the laws of Gerishin and Kedushin, the same way Gerishin is accomplished through a star, so too Kedushin is accomplished through a star. says the Rambam of Kesef Midivrei Seifrim, that Kesef's Midivrei Seifrim, now what Midivrei Seifrim means, I don't want to get into, this is a big discussion, what the Rambam means here, there's maybe based on the Gemara Subis. Maybe there's a Ahava, I mean, there are maybe Shrishonim, pins in the Rishonim, that Gezerah Shava only works on a rabbinic level. That's not true. We know Gezerah Shava works on a Deraisa level. So, what the Rambam here means by Divrei Seifim is a lot of work, but the work's not here in this Gemara. This is a Shas Sugya, this is a Shas discussion, and therefore we're not going to get into it. But putting that aside, we see that Kedushay Kesef is something different than Shtar and Bia according to the Rambam. So if that's true, we could understand our Gemara. Why does the Mishnah want to utilize the language of, of Nikniz to teach me Kesef? I what's unique about Kesef? So what's unique about Kesef is that unlike the other two Kanyanim in the Mishnah, this is Medivrei Sefrim. 
And since Medivrei Sofrim, we want to go out of our way to explain, to share, that even this works, even this works. That would be a viable way to read the Gemara. The Gemara is a push. Right? Now, that being said, the Rambam is the only one of the Rishonim that says this works Medivrei Sofrim. Everyone else assumes it's Medivrei So that being the case, what's the push to teach Kasef? Now, I think, I think this is, might even be true. Yeah? Listen to this. We had a whole principle. We had a discussion. What's it mean at Isha Niknis? What are you acquiring? And we brought to you Rishonim, Achreinim, that were struggling to explain the parameters of the Kenyan of the Mishnah. You're creating a prohibition. You're doing a Kenyan. Maybe it's a different kind of Kenyan. Right? All these different discussions. According to what we said, what do we say? What you're doing is you're buying exclusive rights. You're buying exclusive rights the same way that you would swipe your credit card to buy a falafel. You swipe your credit card to buy these rights. Now, obviously, what happens once you own these rights is very different than what you happen when you have the falafel, obviously. But you're doing a chish mishpat kinyin. This is normal dine mamanus. It follows the regular pattern of every type of mecha or business dealings that you could find on Wall Street, and you're going to find on Fifth Avenue, you're going to find in Hilchus Kedushin. Because Kedushin is a normal Kenyan. You're acquiring rights the same way you acquire rights to any purchase. I buy a cup, I have the rights to drink from it, and you can't drink from it either. So comes along the Gemara and says, why does it say Aisha Niknis? Mishum Deboi the Mikne Kesef. Why does it want to teach Kesef? Kesef it doesn't, it's not interested in teaching the Kenyan. We're not sourcing for you right now, Kenyan Kesef. What are we teaching you? That we follow the normal patterns of Christian Mishpat. That's what we're interested in. And therefore, comes along the Gemara and says, Why? I'll tell you why it says Aisha Nikness. Because it says Aisha Nikness to convey to you that don't think there's something magical and romantic happening here. Right here is what's happening? A purchase. You're acquiring. The way the way that Rilezer Yudel Finkel used to say it, he was Rashiv in the mirror. He said, "As though you be a kartoffel, it's like you're buying a potato. You're, you're acquiring for yourself with the normal conventional purchase rules, business rules, and therefore the Mishnah wants to teach kasef, and that's how Rashi knew. Again, how did Rashi know that we're not sourcing, we're not coming to source kini kasef here? The Gemara says kasef menolan. How do you know you're not coming to source it?" comes along Rashi, all we're interested in doing right now is we're going to run through different sources and d- develop a train to what? To teach you that Kicha of Mamun is called a Kenyan. Why are we doing that? Because I want the Mishnah to say purchase. I want the Mishnah to say Fifth Avenue. And therefore, that's why Mishum Kesef. Why do we want to teach Kesef? Because we want to teach you that the essence of the Maisa Kedushin is a normal purchase. I think it's a huge proof, a huge proof to the entire principle that we said in Mir Tashem in the first year. Now comes along Tisus and Tis Ezekasha. Tis Ezekasha, Mishum Deboi, Dekaboi, the Misni Kasef, right? The same Gemara. We want to teach Kasef. Yes, the Gemara is Tisvis. Here you can't ask that you're teaching two Kinyonim. You're teaching two Kinyanim of Shtar and Bia in a language of Kinyan Kesef at Tuchada because the language of Kesef itself could apparently come on, like we're going to ask later on. We'll see later on in the Gemara of Bezam and Bez that the Gemara utilized the language of Shtay Drachim as opposed to Dvarim because Derech is taught as a language of Bia. And the Gemara asks, You're teaching two Kinyanim of Shtar and Kesef due to the language of Bia.
Why should the other two kinyanim follow that model? It's two against one. So it comes along Tis and says, don't ask that question here. Why? Because the language of Kinyan is also applicable to Shtar and Bia. And therefore the Gemara wasn't asking on the language of Kinyan itself. Kinyan is actually a very legitimate language. Rather, it was asking due to the contrast that later on it says Kedushin. And here it says Alashin Kinyan. So it comes along to this and clarifies all of them are Kinyanim. Obviously, here it's just asking the contrast. Comes along Tesis, Inami. Also, a second answer, why do we want to teach Kesef? How come we can't ask a question? You're teaching two against one. We're not teaching two against one, says Tesis. When it comes to Shtar, we also teach Alash and Kenyan. Where? They'll take the Sefer HaMakne. The Sefer HaMakne with Shtaros, which are used to acquire fields, there is a language of Kenyan and a Sefer and a Shtar. So now, according to Tisvis, at least according to the second answer, so now, why is it, why is it that the Gemara, the Ikelabai, the Misnei Kesef? What's that mean? According to Tisvis, it's not the Ikelabai, the Misnei Kesef. How do I know? Says Tisvis, because in the first answer, Shtar and Bia are also a language of Kenyan. And in the second answer, it's not Tati Etuchada. We really have two different Kenyan, which are called Kenyan, and therefore we use it when you use the language of Kenyan. So according to Tusus, the Mushum de Boy the Miknei Kesef really means Mushum de Kaboy the Misnei Kenyan. We want to teach Kenyan. And now we're going to source for you why Kenyan is an appropriate language in Kedushin. So Tusus, again, is going to be another support to this riot, that it's, it's a concept, that the Mishnah wants to convey here, Ha'isha Niknis, the Isha is a normative business deal. You go to Best Buy, you swipe your credit card, you go to the chuppah and you swipe your credit card. Now, obviously, how you relate to your purchase is going to be differently. Obviously, obviously. And that caveat, as a Gilui Das right now, is applying for the rest of the time we talk about this. But what's the nature of the Kedushin? What's the nature of the Kedushin? Regular Chesh Mishpat. Regular business dealings. That's the, that's the point here. I think it's Rashi and Tis are screaming this. So that's, that's Ahmed Aleph. Ahmed Aleph is coming to teach me, Aisha Niknis, that the Gemara, the whole expression of Aisha Niknis is conveying one idea. The idea is that Kedushin is created through normative rules of acquisition. Fine, that's stage one. Stage two I want to talk about is this concept about Kurcha. The Gemara wants to know why did it say Aisha Niknis and say Aish The first answer is because we want to create literary parallelism between the Reisha and the Seifa. And since the Seifa, it's impossible to talk about the man, so too, in the Reisha, the Seifa, therefore, the Seifa will have to talk about the woman. So talk about the woman, the Seifa will talk about in the Reisha, Ha'isha Niknes. The second answer is because if we said Ha'ish Kaina, I would think the man could acquire his wife, Balkorach against her will. Which we have to ask then, if that's true, that the, the Gemara feels that we have to teach you that if a, we would have thought that a, a man could go up to, right, what would this look like? Ruvin goes up to Sarah and he says, Sarah, I want you to marry me. And she says, no, I'm not interested, Ruvin. I don't like you. So Ruvin takes out the ring. He says, Hariyat Mekudash in front of two Edim and puts it on Sarah's finger. Even though she said no, we would think that's Kedushin if it's had Ha'ish Koine. And therefore the Mishnah says Ha'ish Niknes to tell me, no, that's not Kedushin. 
Now this, this is bordering on a catastrophe, right? It's bordering on a catastrophe. Why? Because let's, let's, play, let's play it out. Right now, the premise we've established in the Mishnah, and now we're buttressing it with Rashi, Tosus, and the Gemara, on Ahmed Aleph, is that we're following the normative pattern of Cheshun Mishpat. Now, let's play out a new, a new case, a new scenario. Ruvain goes to Shimon, and Ruvain says, Hey Shimon, I like a car, a 2003 Honda Civic, unbelievable. I want, I want to buy it. I want to buy it. So Shimon says, no, not interested. Ruvain says, what do you mean? I looked it up on the Kelly Blue Book. 2,300 Civic, 2,500 bucks. Shimon says, no, I don't want your money. Not interested. So what does Ruvain do? Ruvain goes over. He puts the $2,500 in his pocket and takes the car keys. Does anyone in the world think that that's a legitimate purchase? That that works? So I, I, I assume that the answer is absolutely not, right? Obviously. That's not called a purchase. Uh, that's called stealing. In order to have a purchase, you need a das koina. You need some the opinion, the, the knowledge of the person, the purchaser. But you also need das makne. You need the das, you need the acquiescence of the seller. So without both of them, it doesn't work. So how in the world could the Gomorrah go about then saying that we would have thought if it's a ish koina, that that meant even against the will of the wife? How can you do it against the will of the wife? She's the seller in our case. The same way you can't force someone to sell something if they don't want to. Obviously, she can't, you can't marry her if she doesn't want to. I, I need the Mishnah to say, Aisha Niknis, in the passive tense, to tell me that, that it doesn't work. It doesn't work because you can't sell things like that. You can't buy things like that. That's why it doesn't work. What's the Hava meaning here? This question is a tremendous question. Now, in order to order this, in order to understand this, I want to take you on a trip do a Gemara of Basra, and then we're going to start seeing different Rishonim. So here's the Gemara of Basra Daf Mem Chesam and Beis. On the source sheet, this is source six. Vamer Ameimar. Ameimar said as follows: Taluya veKadosh, Kedushiv Kedushin. If a person hangs up a lady, we'll say, but we'll explain that momentarily. He hangs her up and is a Mekadosher, then the Kedushin takes effect. So it comes along. What does that mean? It means that. Ruvain really likes Sarah. We'll go back to Ruvain and Sarah. Ruvain really likes Sarah, but Sarah's not so interested. So Ruvain puts Sarah up on a chair, hangs a noose around her, and says, Sarah, marry me, or I'm going to kick the chair. So Sarah doesn't want to have the chair kicked, so she says, fine, I'll marry you. But the only reason she's saying yes is because she's, her life is being threatened. So there, Amimar says, Todi v'kaddish, if he hangs her up in that certain way, and he's a Mekadashar, Kedusha of Kedushin. Then the Kedushin take effect. That's Amimar. Mar baravashi Amar, according to Mar baravashi, Be'isha v'adai Kedushin lo havu. It's not true. When it comes to a wife, for sure, it doesn't create a Kedushin. Hu also shalaika hoigin. He acted with her inappropriately. Lefichoch, therefore, they treated him inappropriately. And therefore, the Rabbanan went ahead and annulled the condition from him. So that means that according to Mar Baravashi, if he was totally Kaddish, he put her up on the chair and said, Marry your kick. And she says, Marry. So even though theoretically it should take effect, Chazal came along 
and annulled that marriage, so it never took effect in the first place. Amalei Ravina the Ravashi, so Ravina said to Ravashi, Tinach the Kaddish Bekaspa, that makes sense to be Makaddish with Kesef, right? If you're Makaddish with Kesef, so we understand how Chazal can annul that, because there's a concept called Hefker based in Hefker. Hefker based in Hefker means that Chazal had the ability to reallocate funds from one person to another. So in order to be a Kaddish lady, you have to give her Kesef. But I can't give her my friend's Kesef. I can't give my wife my friend's ring and say, It has to be my ring that I'm giving to her. And therefore, they can reallocate the, the, the money that was given as a means of condition. And retroactively, it comes out that they were never married in the first place. That's Tinach the Kaddish Bekaspa. Bekaddish Bebiya But when it comes to Kedush Bia, there's no means of Hefker best in Hefker to reallocate funds, to change whether there's a Maisa Kedushin or not. So if that's true, there's no concept of Hefker based in Hefker, how could you go ahead and annul a Kedushin that was, came into fruition through a Maisa Bia? So Amr Lehi, so Mabaravashi responded, Shavri Rabbanon Nibilasa Bilasnus. The Rabbanon, Chazal, made it, made the Bia a Bilasnus. Now how they did that, we're going to come back to. That's uh, a very difficult thing to understand. But then the Gemara itself, the Gemara itself, we found a concept called Tali V'Kaddish. Now, comes along the Rashba, in source 7, and says as follows. V'yish Misha There were those people who asked, there were people who asked, Rishayin them already, Afilu Tanya Ish Even if it taught in the Mishnah Ish Koyne, Heichi Havi Salkadaitich Denichnes How could one have ever thought that the acquisition happened against her will. Because where do we make, where do we ever find it that someone makes an acquisition? Now, this, this Rashba is a Yom Because this Rashba came along and he asked our question. What's our question? How could it be that the, the Gemara needs, the Gemara explains the reason why it says Aisha Niknis is because if it said Aish Koine, we would have thought it was Balkorcho. It can't be, because why not? Because there's never such thing called a business transaction where the makna, where the seller doesn't agree. You can't force someone to sell something. So first of all, it's a yantif, because Baruch Hashem, we, we, uh, we asked a good question. But it's a bigger yantif, because what's that mean the Rashp is assuming? It means that the Rashp is assuming that Kedushin is a normative business deal. That means that this concept, this idea that we're pushing, that the Kedushin is... Uh, is a chishin mishpot, you know, transaction, it's regular business dealings, is now being sourced in the Rashba as well. Not just the Rashba, but the Yesh Misha So the Rashba is quoting a Rishon, and the Rashba himself, we're going to see momentarily, agrees with this. He just attacks him for a different reason. But that means that we found two more Rishonim, the Makshin and the Rashba, and the Rashba himself, who agree that this concept of Kedushin is normative business dealings. You're buying, you're buying the same way you buy on Amazon. Unbelievable. So that's a yantif. But back to the, the, the Rashba himself, the Rashba answers as follows. He forgot a Gemara. He forgot this Gemara above a Basra, that if you hang up a person and make him force him to sell something, the sale's a sale, and you hang up a lady, tell her to be you, the Kedushan's a Kedushan. Because out of the onus of the situation, she agreed. She said, yes, right? What's the difference between our first case where Reuven said to Sarah, marry me, she said no when he put the ring on her finger, and the difference in Tali Vizovin, 
And Tony Vizelman, she said, yes, I'll marry you. Now, granted, she said, yes, I'll marry you because she didn't want to hang. But she said, yes, I'll marry you. So there, at least like Amima, right? The So now, maybe, says the Rash, but that's our case of Balkorcha. So even though it's not a Balkorcha where she's mamish forced, that she's physically put into a situation, here she said, yes, she's coerced at the threat of death, correct? It's coercion. So it says the Rashbav, What's the Balkorcha of Argamara that we would have thought worked? Ha'ish Koine? We would have thought Ha'ish Koine was Tali Vesavin. And the Gemara is like a Meimar. Ve'kaimelon Kiravashi. And therefore, we hold like Ravashi. Damahosan be'isha in Mekodeshes. Ravashi really means Kamaba Ravashi. Right? The son of Ravashi. That over there we said that the ladies are married. Do also Shalika Huygen. That he did something inappropriate. And therefore also Shalika Huygen. Right? And therefore they did something inappropriate and they annulled the marriage. And therefore, our Gemara over here that says, that the Balkorcha doesn't work, was going like Ma'abar Avashi. So that's Kishmak then. What's our Gemara? The reading like Moses follows. If it's a Ish I would have thought that Toli Vizavan would work like a Meimar. Kamash Malana Isha Niknis to teach me that Toli Vizavan doesn't work like Ma'abar Avashi. Gavaldik. So now, that being said, that's the reason of Gemara. And that makes sense. We never had a Havamina that we're changing from normal business dealings and everything's hunky-dory. Now one can ask, if that's true, that's the Pshat, that the Mishnah says that Yisha Niknas to tell me, so what did I Meimar do? So that question would be a mistake because we know the Gemara brings two Lashenas over here, two different languages. The first answer to the Gemara is that the reason it said Ha'isha Niknas was to have because of it, the Seifa. What did the Seifa say? The Kainas Atzma. And the Gemara really was just looking for litera, literary parallelism. So Meimer could say, why did the Mishnah say Ha'isha Niknas? It wasn't to teach me Balkorcha doesn't work. Obviously Balkorcha works, right? That, that's Tali Vizovin, Tali Vakadish. Why does it say Ha'isha Niknas in the Mishnah? To teach me literary parallelism. So therefore, the Mishnah is not a proof for Meimer Mabaravashi, but... The, I guess the two languages of the Gemara would be dependent on whether or not you learn like Mar Baravashi or Amimar. Amimar would have to learn like the first language of the Gemara that is teaching literary parallelism. And Mar Baravashi could like the learn like the first Lishna. Or you could say just the opposite. The Mishnah is a proof, a support to him. That would be the two ways to go here. So now at this point, we've had, uh, we have an issue that we have to address is that how could it be that Chazal implemented an idea called Afkino by Kedushe Bia? By Kedushe Bia, it's difficult, like the Gemara said, because there's no mechanism to which to annul it. The Gemara says that when the what's the mechanism? A magic trick. They made the Bia Biaznos. So this bothered me for years. I didn't know what to do with this. If you ask the guy, what was he doing? Right? There's two options. He was having either marital relations, he was having promiscuous relations. So the guy said, And he had marital relations. He, he'll tell you he had marital relations. She'll tell you that he's having marital relations. It's, I'm coerced into it, but that's what he's doing. Everyone, everyone knows exactly what's happening here. So now, 
once that's true, what mechanism are the Rabbanon using to say, to go ahead and annul the Kedushin that happened, that took place here? So in order to go ahead and understand this, I want to jump the Tisvis. I want to explain the Tisvis as a question over here, and he has two different answers. I want to explain the Tisvis, and once we explain the Tisvis, then I want to plug it back in to our Rashba and try to give an explanation to what this means that the Shavri Bona Bilas Bilasnos. So Tisvis is Divramas called the Osala Kuliyama Kaktish, says Tisvis as follows. The Hariyat Mikudesh's thing. So, Esther says, what's this mean, this language of Kedushin? The Asala Kuliyama Kaktish. So, even before Tis, yeah, what's that mean? What's that mean, Hariyat Mikudesh's thing? Kalomar, meaning to say, Lius Mikudesh's Lila Ulam Bishvili, that you should be, I'm not going to translate this word yet, it should be Mikudesh's forever for me. Kamaru Hariyahin Mikudashin the Shamayim, the same way that you can sanctify, you can conjure something the Shemayim, the use the Shemayim, to be for Shemayim. That's answer number one. So, the language of Kedushin is a Mikudeshes, the Shemayim, the use the Shemayim. That's the language of Kedushin. So that language is a language of Kodshim, of being Mektish something, of sanctifying something. So what's that language expressing? The same way Kodshim is for Shemayim, and therefore, not for everything else. It's unique to Shemaim. So too, so too, the wife is for husband and not to anyone else. That's Tis's first answer. Comes on Tis's and continues with Pashta de Milsong. But even though that's the one way to read it, the basic read, the Pashta de Milsong, Mukudeshesli, what's it mean you're Mukudeshesli? Mukhedesli, Mizumenesli. You're unique to me and you're set aside for me. So Tesis has two different reads here. The first answer, the Kedushin, what's Kedushin? Mekudosh is the oil and Bishvili, like things of Mekudosh and the Shemayim, there's the Shemayim. The second answer, Miuchedes, Mezumenes. What's the difference between the two? So I'm going to claim as follows, that the first answer is stressing a language of Kedushin in a comparable way, it's comparable to Kodshin. There's something you sanctify into the base of Mekdosh. What happens when you sanctify something in the base of Kedush? You created a prohibition. Is an Isser. Now let's go back. We had, a, we had a Hakira. We had two ways. We had two different approaches. And how to explain what happens when you're Makanish a wife. It's a normative Kenyan. A Chish and Mishpat Kenyan like we're talking about the whole time. Where you're creating a prohibition. Maybe the Kedushin creates a prohibition. And now that she's forbidden to everyone else. Automatically you gain certain rights. The Kenyan results as a fact of that. So it comes along Tesis, the Asala Kuyamakahektish. What's the basic read of the Gemara, guys? The basic read of the Gemara is the Asala, you're creating a prohibition. You're creating a prohibition. So it comes along Tesis, and what's that prohibition? That prohibition is oh, comparable to Kodshin. Comparable to Kodshin, you created a prohibition. That's what the condition was. And where's Tesis coming from? Like the Divra Maskal starts off with the Asala. The Asala, you're creating a prohibition. That's why Tesis is speaking here. So we're going to explain what the language of Kedushin is. Tisa starts off saying, you're creating a prohibition, like the Ra'ah. But Tisa says, but de Milsa, but the basic explanation is not like that. And what's the language of Kedushin? Miuchedifli, it's set aside for me. Mizuminasi, it's prepared for me, it's waiting for me. I'm going to explain what's that mean. 
It's not referring to the prohibition, but it's referring to the Kenyan, that it's Muchelisli, that it's mine. I'm the owner, it's Muzumenisli, it's waiting for me, it's ready for me. There, that's the two languages of the Tisvis. The two languages of the Tisvis are, are we discussing, is Kedushan language a prohibition, of creating an Isser, or is Kedushan language of Kenyanim? And there, Tisvis says, the Pashtun Milsa is a language of Kenyan, and the only reason I would assume that Tisvis even entertained the first side is because the language of the Gemara impl- implies it here. The Gemara says, Da'asva Kulyama Kehektesh. But Tisus, like we saw before, in Mishim de Kawai the Mishnah Kesef, who stresses Kinyin, and is learning like Rashi in the Mishnah, therefore comes along over here, even where the Gemara says, the Asalal Kulimah Hekehektish, and is stressing the result, the result of the Kinyin, the Isser. That's why Tisus comes along and says, Upashta de Milsav Mikudeshis is Miuchedis is Kinyin. Not like the Gemara. The Pashtis of the understanding of what the Kedushin is, is like the language of the Mishnah, the Kinyin. Geschmack comes along tesis with a caveat. Umiu, however, im Now that we're saying that kedushin is a language of Kenyan, what happens if I say this talis is mekudeshli? Does that qualify as a language of Kenyan that I become the owner of the talis? So it says tesis It doesn't seem like it'll help. Why not? Degabe isha in regards to a wife that which she becomes. Separate set aside for him. He becomes the owner of those rights. Leos to be for the husband. He necessarily the coal. That is what causes the prohibition to everyone else. But when it comes to a talis and a kikar, right? The steam shawl, just because you acquired it, that doesn't create a prohibition on someone else. Now, what are you going to ask me? I, but it does. No one else can take the talus. It's my talus, and if they take it, they're stealing. That's true. But that's not the type of prohibition we're referring to, and I prove it to you. Because when I own a talus, I can lend it to someone else, right? It's not a prohibition, and the fact that the state of the talus is different, which disallows usage. It's not a unique ownership that only I can use the talus. It's not that kind of prohibition. It's just that it's my money. Do you want to use my money? You need my permission. Whereas when it comes to the prohibition created by a wife, obviously you can't lend your wife out. Obviously. And if that's true, then it created prohibition. So it says to Isvis, it's a unique form of Kenyan. It's a Kenyan creates a prohibition, and that's a language of Kedushin. Unbelievable. You can remember, once we hear that word, once we hear this principle in the Mishnah, so the Rishonim are screaming it. Rashi was screaming it on Daf Bezam and Aleph. Tis is screaming it here on Bezam and Bez. So now, now that we saw this thesis, let's go back. What's the Shavir Abundantly Bilasa Bilasnos? Right? At the end of the day, our question is if Kedushin works Midaraisa through Bia, through what mechanism are Chazal saying it's not good? It's not like this. What, what is Kedushin Bia? How does, what's the operation of Kedushin Bia? So I'm going to give you a sneak peek. We're going to see it later on. In the next, uh, probably not the next year, but the year after. Either two Shirim, maybe three, but I assume two Shirim. And Tisvis and Gimelam and Aleph and Diramaskal the Isha, Tisvis asks a question that maybe we should learn that Chazaka also works as a Kinyan for, for Ishas. A Chazaka works for Kinyan for Ishas. Now, Chazaka means that it's a demonstration of ownership. Meaning to say, if I want to acquire a field through Chazaka, 
I have to act like the owner of the field. So if there's a field that's Hefker, there's owner of this, and I plow the field, I'm acting as an owner over it, and that's a mechanism through which I get ownership over the field. Another example is if I have a house, someone wants to sell me the house, the house is owner of this, I can go into the house, I'll lock the front door, and that will be a form of acquisition because I'm acting like the owner. I'm dictating who's coming in and who's not coming in. So that's Chazaka. Chazaka is utilizing the object as a, an owner and therefore asserting your ownership over it. So Tisis over here has a question on Rashi. What the question is and why he's asking this question on Rashi is not relevant to us right now. But Tisis asks, according to Rashi's opinion, we should teach Kenin Chazaka in the Mishnah as a form of Kedushin. It's now as follows. One could have claimed that Bia is a form of Kinin Chazaka, meaning to say, we know that Bia is a unique, a unique aspect to marriage, that this is something which is only permissible under the confines of marriage, and therefore we could have heard logic that the, the reason Kiddushi Bia works to create a marriage is because you're, you're with your wife, you're acquiring your wife the same way you're acquiring the field. You're showing your ownership over it. You're showing that you're the husband. And therefore, you're asserting yourself over her is the means of acquisition. That we could have heard is, a, is, is how Kedush Abiyah works. I want to prove to you from the fact that Tisus asked this question from Chazaka that maybe in the Mishnah should have also said that Chazaka works for Kedushin. Tisus didn't understand that's how, how, how Abiyah worked. Because Tursus knew Bia was in the Mishnah, and nonetheless he's asking on Rashi that Chazaka should also be expressed in the Mishnah. So if that's true, that Bia is not working through Chazaka, you're not, you're, not, you're not asserting yourself over her, so that why does Bia create, why does Bia create a Kedushin? So now, I think this is Gishmak. And if you want to follow me here, according to us, Kedushin is the acquisition of Exclusive rights to intimacy. That means that once you have them, the only one with the ability to be intimate with this woman is you, the husband. So now, any time there's intimacy that occurs not within the framework of marriage, that's called promiscuity. So what happens now? Let's play it down. A man goes to a woman, Reuben and Sarah, they're madly in love, and Reuven says to Sarah, And there's two Edom, and they go into seclusion, and the Edom see them go into seclusion. And they have relations. Now, we have two ways we can, we can go ahead and define those relations. Those are either marital relations, or they're promiscuous relations. So, my assumption is that inasmuch as he said, and was in front of Edom, and she acquiesced, and they went to that room. So what we see here is marital relations now if we see marital relations and those marital relations definitionally are exclusive so then we can deduce we can deduce that he's the owner it's not shot that the that the bia is a means of acquisition in of itself but we can see this bia as an expression of marital relations and then for we understand that he must have them now, if that's the case, if that's the case, right, it's very different. Chazaka is, I'm taking them. I'm acquiring them. I'm proactively put, bringing them into my auspices. Here, that's not the case. Here, we see you using exclusive rights, 
And therefore we can deduce that you must be the owner of those rights. Now if that's the case, that means that we have to be able to deduce, deduce that you're the owner of the rights. So what happened here by Toli V'Kodesh? Toli V'Kodesh, a guy says, Hari Amin Kudeshes Libabiyazu, or I'll kick the chair. And she says, fine, I'm in. And now, she, they go into seclusion, it was in front of Adam, fine. Mazel Tov, you're married. So that would be true if we're only looking at the Amira and the Maisekinian. But what happened? Comes along Chazal and we said, you did something inappropriate. You put her up on a chair and said, marry me or I'll kick. So we're going to do something that we normatively won't do. We're going to do something inappropriate. What are we going to do? We're going to broaden our perspective of how do we view the circumstance to which you got married. We're not just going to look, was there an amira, an acquiescence, an amaisa kedushin? We're going to look at the circumstance, the broader picture that went about into it. And in the broader picture, we see you coerced her. I, if we see you coerced her, then we see promiscuity. We don't see marriage. And therefore, we're able to annul it. The Asur Shalai that Chazal did was that they broadened the perspective of what's going into our definition of do we see marital relations or not. What goes into our deduction becomes bigger, a bigger picture. And therefore, since Bia works by a, pro- a process of deduction, it must be you have exclusive rights because we see you utilizing them Therefore, we can explain this. This is another proof. This is a massive proof for this principle. That, that what's happening, it's a question of deduction. The deduction of do we see, do we see marriage here? The answer is broaden the horizons. Aye, we, see that, we see the chair, we see the noose. Then that's it. No more marriage. That would be an explanation based off of our understanding of the Mishnah that we don't see a passage of exclusive rights through these circumstances. So now that we got this far in the, in, in the sugya, I want to see the Shulchan Aruch here. The Shulchan Aruch, there's a Biagra, and we'll end with this. Shulchan Aruch says as follows, the Shulchan Aruch says in Aleph, and Ashur Shis is source number 12. says the Shulchan Aruch, You can only marry a woman according to her will. And a person who marries a woman against her will, it doesn't take effect. But a man who forced her, until she, he was Makadish against her will, it works. And some say it doesn't work. Therefore, it's a doubt. Now, if you were to ask me, if you ask me, I would translate the Shukhmarach as follows. That a woman can only be Mekodesh as the Ritzayna. And therefore, if you're Mekodesh about Korcha, meaning to say, you stick the ring on Sarah's finger, and you say, Harim Mekodesh and she says, no. And you say, tough luck. Says the Shukhmarach, in the Mekodesh, it didn't work. But, Aisha and Sua, if you have a case of Toli Vazovin, so then, Acha Kiddush Bal even if she agrees at the end of the day, so then, Harizim Kudeshes. Harizim Kudeshes, that's like Hameimar, that Toli Vakodesh, Havi Kedushin, it works. Vishemim Sheinim Kudeshes, that's Mar Baravashi. And therefore, we have a doubt whether the Allah is like Hameimar, Mar Baravashi. Hilkach Havile Safik, it's a doubt. So that means to say that if you want to be married to her still, you have to do an Ayadamais Kedushin. But 
If she wants to marry someone else, she needs a get. If she cheats on him, she's not chayv misa. It's a swastafik. All these things, it's a, she's in a limbo state of being married and not being married. Right? And that's going to depend according to how we saw the Gemara Bava Basra on Ameiman Mabaravashi. So it comes along the Biyar Gra and throws this all on its head. This Biyar Gra is a tough read. That's the truth. Um, but let's see what the Gra says. Now, in order to understand this Gra, I want to see, actually, I want to jump to the Gemara in, Bava, in Yavamos first. The Gemara in Yavamos is after Tessal and Beis. On the source sheet, the source sheet number 14. And then we'll actually come back to the Gra. And then we'll go back to Rashi on the Gemara in Yavamos. So it comes along the, the Gemara in Yavamos says as follows. Tanya, it's all in the Braisa. A person who does Maimer on his Yavamish Lamidaita. Maimer is as follows. We know when it comes to Yavama, a Yibum, we saw this already on the Mishnah of Bezam and Aleph, and especially in Rashi. There's a concept called Maimer. Maimer means it's a Kedushin Midrabanan. Usually, when, let's say, you have Ruvin is married to Sarah, Ruvin has 11 brothers. So now, Ruvin passes away, unfortunately, he had no children with Sarah. Sarah falls to Yibam. Any one of the brothers, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Ruvin, and Issachar, Azul, etc., could all do Yibam with her. And whoever consummates the marriage first is her Yavam. The oldest one takes priority, Bechulei, Bechulei. Now what happens if one of the brothers comes along and is Mekadashar? So there's a concept, Chazal instituted a concept called Maimer, which is Kedushin Rabbanan. If one of those brothers goes along and is Mekadashar, does Maimer, so there, that takes effect on a rabbinic level to the extent that it will disallow on a rabbinic level any of the other brothers to do even with her. That's Maimer. So it comes along the Gemara, the Braisa, and says as follows, What happens if a person does Maimer against the will of the Yavama? Rebbe Oimer Kana, Rebbe says that it works. Rebbe says all the other brothers now can't do Yibum. But the Chachamim say it doesn't work. You can't do Yibum. My time at Rebbe, ask the Gemara, why does Rebbe say it works? Gamar may be a Yavama. You derive the Kedushin of Yavama, Maimer, from Bia of Yavama. The same way that you can acquire a Yavama against a will, you can do Bia against a will, so too, the condition of Yavama, the Maimer, could be against a will. And what's the reason that they say that you can't do Maimer against a will? They derive the condition of Yavama from regular condition. My condition the Alma Midaito. The same way Kedushin always has to be with her will. Kedushin Diyavama Midaita. Kedushin Diyavama also has to be Midaita. That means that according to the Gemara Diyavamas, the Shitas Rabbanan is that Kedushin has to be Midaita. Kedushin has to be Midaita. So it comes along the, uh, the Biyagra and he wants to go ahead and explain this din of the Shulchan Aruch. And he says, Kedushin daf beiz amad beiz. Kedushin daf beiz amad beiz in our Gemara. Malkorcha doesn't work, the second language. Daf mem dalad amad aleph. It's also the same Gemara. And then he quotes, Yivamus yuntes amad aleph. Yuntes amad beiz, I'm sorry. Yuntes amad beiz. Says, according to the Rabbanan, Kedushin has to be meaita. Uplugta debav basr mem ches amad beiz. And there's a machlikis above basr mem ches amad beiz. That's the Gemara above basr of Toli Vezavin, Toli Vekadish. Mansur the Kabbalah Kedushin, 
that you force her to makabal the kedushin, the kamei like the sale, the case of sale over there. And there the Gon quotes another case, Gemara, Gemara Bavakama, that says if a person says Ritzani, or he accepts money, Miatzma, it says if he said Ritzani, that was the explanation of a member that is Kedushin. Moshe Kosov, Reish Simon Reish Hei, the Kaimalin Kamar of Ashi, Moshe Kosov in the And we hold like Marbar of Ashi, Marbar of Ashi is of the opinion that Asur Shalai Kahugan, and that Rabbi Nutam said, the Goinim said, that, that's what it means, that's what we're referring to as So now, if we plug that back into the Shulchan Aruch, the Goyim just said that Marbar of Ashi, of Argamara and Baba Basra, is the case of Balkorcha in, in the Shulchan Aruch. So, Mekadish Isha Balkorcha in the Mekudashas. That's across the board. It's across the board. So that means that according to the Gra, I understand it. The Gra is telling us that everyone agrees that a Tali Vakadish is not Kedushin. Ah, what's the case of Ansua Achi Kadish Balkorchal? That's not the threat of death. It's a different type of Oinus. And there we have a Suffolk, whether or not it's Kedushin or not. But that we don't have a Gemara about. Our whole Suffolk here. You know the the whole the whole discussion the Gemara Baba Basra, the Gain says explicitly we pass like Marbar and therefore according to the Gra, that means that we have an Avkino, we have Avkino which is telling us that the Gedushin won't work. Comes along Rashi in Yevamos and says something very interesting. Rashi in Yevamos says the Gedushin da Alma, v'halcha v'haiselish acher. He, up, he brings a Pasuk. The Pasuk tells us, She went and she was with another man. Comes along Rashi and says, It implies that she did it according to her own will. Now Rashi, what Rashi wants, is he wants to prove that she can only be married according to her will. And somehow Rashi saw that, Right? Where, where does Rashi see that? So the way I understand it, is that according to Rashi, V'halcha, What's the Vahalcha? Right? The we're in the middle of a Pasuk. Vyotsumi Basel, she left his house, she got divorced. Vahalcha and she went And she got married to someone else. Ask Rashi, why does it say Vahalcha? It says Vyotsumi Basel, she left his house, Vahisliishakher, she got married to someone else. What's the Vahalcha? Comes along Rashi and learns Vahalcha is Midaita Mashma. Rashi's learning that you need Nas on a Deraisa level. You need a das. You need that she agrees. Midaraisa, in order for it to work. It's not that if you have a Tali V'Kodesh, we'll implement an Afkinu. Rashi obviously agrees to that case. He knows that's a case in Baba Basra, obviously. But that's not how Rashi is learning the case of Balkorcha. Rashi is learning the case of Balkorcha is when there's no Vahalcha. And then Vahalcha that you need. How do I know it's a Pasuk? You need das, Midaraisa. Therefore, Rashi Lachora learned a different Balkorcha in the Gemara. According to, according to the Rashba, the Balkorcha, the Gemara, what do we need? We need a We need a Midaita so we don't implement an Afkino. According to Rashi, that's not the discussion. We need a, we need a Midaita. Not so we don't implement an Afkino. We need a Midaita because that's a necessary component of every condition. 
And without that, you're lacking the parameters that we need in order to create the Kedushin. So according to this Rashi in, in Yavamos, it's a whole new approach to what's the Balkorcha of the Gemara. So that, that, let's, let's do a recap now. According to the Shulchan Aruch, the Gerah Shulchan Aruch, we have different categories. We have a Balkorcha, which is Mamish against her will. Shimon Ruvin comes to Sarah, puts the ring on her finger, and she says no. And he still says, Ariana Kudashasli. That, everyone agrees, is, doesn't work. According to Rashi, that's the case of Balkorcha. That's the case of Balkorcha of the Gemara Daf Beis Amad Beis. And there, the reason why it doesn't work is because there's no Vahalcha. What's the Havamina that we would have thought it works? That I don't know. And I don't know. I'll be honest, I don't know. Adarab, if any of you guys have an answer to that question, I would love to hear. Then, we have a stage two. What's stage two? Toli v'kodesh, a threat of death. Death. Toli v'kodesh, a threat of death. There, Chazal have to implement in Afkainu. According to the Rashba, that's the Balkorcha of Beis Amad Beis. And the reason that's a legitimate Haramina is because we have a, a, an opinion called Ameimar. And Ameimar says... That Tali Vikadish Kedush of Kedushin. We think Paul Korcha of a Tali Vikadish would work. Kamash Malan, Allah is like Marbar Avashi. That's case number two. Case number three is uh, an, a forcing of a lady to Makadish to accept Kedushin, but not a threat of death. And that's a suffix in the Shulchan Aruch, according to the Gra, whether that creates Kedushin or doesn't create Kedushin. And that's, that's our three different stages. And then there's a norm of Kedushin. Mazel to be married. So that's what comes out here in the sugya, and the crux of it are two different approaches, and what's the balkorcha, and that's depending on what's the midait is midas, an inherent component, a latent component, a necessary component in order to create a kedushin. That we see in Rashi and Afutesam and Beis Nivamos, and according to the Rash, but it seems to be not, and therefore he has to come on to a case of Talibas oven. All right, Kishmak, very good. Um, we're making ground next week. I for sure want to cover a lot of ground. I want to get, if possible, for sure, to Gimel Amad Aleph. The Gemaras here, you'll see, you've seen so far, are not normative Gemaras. They're written by the Savrayim. They weren't written by the Amarayim. And they're focusing a lot on Diktuk. There's not so much meat to chew on in the next Gemaras. That's going to be true. There's, there are sugyas in Trumas and Maestros. We're not going to harp on it because it's not sugyas in Kedushin. And therefore... I'd rather cover more than, you know, the sugyas which are pertinent to what we're trying to learn. At the same time, I don't want to skip. So we're going to go through these Gemaras, Emirat Hashem, um, up to the Gemara, Daf Gimel Amin Aleph, next week. And we might even start the next Gemara, Rav Hunach, and Chupa, and Khalifa in Emirat Hashem. So looking forward to hearing from you guys. Kol